0: Welcome to the Ministry to Parents Podcast. Here's your hosts, Elizabeth and Jeremy Lee.
1: Welcome to the Ministry to Parents Podcast. This is the podcast for church leaders. That helps you build a ministry to parents. I'm Jeremy Lee.
0: And I'm Elizabeth Lee. And this is episode number 54. Thanks so much for joining in. We are in the middle of a series on what to do when people leave. And we are covering a different set of topics each episode in the series. The first one is what to do when families leave. That was episode 52. Then we did volunteers. And today is what to do when a staff member leaves.
1: Yep. And we always need to, when we say Staff member, I mean, uh, we understand churches are different. Some of you may not have, uh, like a paid staff. Mm-hmm. Some of you may have like, there are, there are churches out there that have like a hundred people on staff. Yeah. Like, the, it's like the staff is its own church. Like, yeah. <laughs> We understand you're across the spectrum, but, at the, uh, but the reality of it all comes down to you have team members leading the church. Yeah, the at some level, paid, with. not paid, mm-hmm. you're working mm-hmm. with a group.
0: Mm-hmm. Serving together. Mm-hmm. You're a little pocket of people you're serving with. Yep. So one of the things that we, as we were talking about the subject, uh, on what to do when a staff member leaves, uh, this is in regards to not necessarily when the pastor leaves as much as it's a fellow person that you've been working alongside with. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess it could be a pastor, but it's, uh, it's cause sometimes I think the transition when a staff member leaves, it, it can cause a flurry of activity that, um, uh, it's just not talked about a lot we just kind of handle it as it comes but it's not discussed and so we wanted to really cover today four tips that help uh you intentionally think about it and maybe even maybe as you're listening to it while you're driving today or something you can you can say, it can go into the back of your brain and your subconscious and then mm-hmm. <laughs> when a staff member leaves you're like oh i've got this idea and then yeah. <laughs> where did that come from i don't know yeah
1: and that's a really good distinction by the way uh because when a pastor leads leaves, mm-hmm. there's there's actually a whole other set of issues, really. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. what we're talking about today is. For sure, the uh, shoulder-to-shoulder co-worker type scenario, Mm -hmm. um, uh, fellow staff member. So maybe if you're the children's minister, they're the youth minister. Or if you're the preschool minister, they're the children's minister, those kind of things.
0: You play the organ, they play the piano. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) all different
1: roles. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the uh, first thing we said we wanted to mention was – to um, identify the people Who were closest to that staff member So, um, you know, it, there is a transition And a lot of times they're, they move away um, And they're not geographically there anymore um, If your staff member was worth their salt at all They built relationships And I think we all understand that some relationships are closer than others And so strategically, as uh, a minister who's still there and you're and you're wanting to look at the, you're trying to figure out who in this congregation were the closest to that staff member that are probably hurting a lot mm-hmm. Um, man that's a real strategic thing to do and just reach out to them mm-hmm. uh, take them to lunch send them a card call, give them a call be like yeah i know you're really close to them I, I bet you're hurting like crazy i just want to reach out to mm-hmm. you um and this is in no way like a manipulative and be like, let's steal the, that influence. No, no. Let, no, this is like, you know, ministering. Kindness. <laughs> yeah. It's kindness.
0: Because let's say you see him in the hallway. It could be as simple as, hey, have you talked to them? How are they doing? How's the transition been going? Checking in on them because, in essence, they've lost a friend.
1: Acknowledging that there was a I, – I see that there was a significant relationship there and you've lost something.
0: That's it. And I think that that small little act of kindness makes a difference because it's thoughtful. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that – we did that one pretty well. (laughs) All right. So the next one is kind of a saying that we say to our boys all the time, but we believe it applies here, is don't contribute to chaos. Contribute to peace mm-hmm. um, So explain that
0: one Sometimes when people leave it, There doesn't have to be a story But it, because humanity is involved People sometimes can make it a story mm-hmm. We create stories in our head when we don't know facts And if their facts are not revealed On why people have left Then stories get created Just an imaginative group of people And I think uh, when people start talking Even if it was for personal reasons Professional reasons Reasons not revealed um, I think that a uh, People want to talk, and as they start talking, uh, you can hear it in the hallways at church, you can hear it um, uh, maybe through uh, people texting, through threads on social media, and there's just uh, it could be tempting, especially if you are on staff of some type and you know. A little bit about why they left. You got some inside knowledge. You got it. You can hint or allude to what occurred, and I think that uh, it's wisdom to just not contribute to the chaos, but but bring peace and uh, as best as you can bring peace and keep words limited, keep confidences, and um, work really hard to not manipulate, right? Because sometimes. People think keeping peace means to manipulate the situation and, and go all Disney World on them and act mm-hmm. like there's uh, it's all unicorn skittles and rainbows. It's not about lying either or manipulating, and that's not keeping peace either. It's just staying in the truth. And uh, just because you know the information doesn't mean you have to speak the information.
1: Yeah, we talk all the time to our boys about uh, uh, that uh, as, fo- as Christ followers, we're called to be uh, you know peacemakers. Now, what's interesting is, you know, when if we're going to follow Christ, Jesus wasn't always in – he didn't avoid chaotic situations. Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't mean – but while he was in the midst of them, mm-hmm. he had a uh, – he was more interested in peace, uh, bringing order to chaos. And so uh, the uh, – I think that's what our agenda should be. If uh, the transition of a staff member is followed by some kind of chaotic or caused by a chaotic event or leaves a chaotic event, um, I'm not. We're not at all suggesting you just avoid it. Mm-mm. What we're doing is walk in there with the agenda of peace, and I think we all understand we've been on social media where the little gif of the of the guy eating the popcorn while we're, yeah. we're, while we're listening to everybody <laughs> yell at meme, each yeah. other in the comments yeah. um that uh we can kind of have that spirit like ooh this is you know even if we don't acknowledge it we can be like ooh this is kind of you know the adrenaline's pumping mm-hmm. yeah at least I'm not in it so let's just see what happens no 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 we're going to go in there with uh, we're going to enter the chaotic moment, but we're going to do it with, okay, this is now, how can we get back to some kind of order? What can we do to bring peace?
0: Mm-hmm. So first is identify who was close to him. Second was don't contribute to the chaos. And third is um, help cover the transition. And what we mean by that is before you're freaking out, laughing i going, yeah, right. What we're saying is uh, just offer and check in on the person who the empty spot has landed to. Yeah. And just check in on them. And so when we say, I guess help cover probably wasn't the right word to use there, but it is just acknowledge that for a season there's going to be someone somewhere who is going to be picking up the ball that is dropped when the staff member leaves. And it could be checking in on whoever was assigned to that role. It could be... Um, um, a, a kind card, an email, something that just acknowledges, hey, I see that you're going to be pulling double duty for a while. Just want you to know I'm thinking about you. And then if you have the margin and the space, offer uh, to help somewhere.
1: Yeah, offer to take a piece of it. And mm-hmm. just because a staff member leaves, that doesn't mean their responsibility leaves with them. And so what they were covering still must go on. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so I love what you're saying there. Um, what I really love is that um, unless someone comes to you and says, "Hey, you're the interim," <laughs> and, and it and it now is like full on your plate. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: What we're saying is, if it's not on your plate, you recognize it is on someone's plate, mm-hmm. and you can do two things. There, just what you're saying, encourage them. But what I love is, or and even say, "Hey, I can help with like a small piece of this if you need some help." Mm-hmm. Um, we are saying small piece because we're wanting to take care of you as well. Um, because again, it's not your job to fix everything either. Mm -hmm. So, um, you can contribute and help without, uh, taking it all on and being the savior of the moment. You don't have to do that. And I think, unless somebody tells you you have to. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: then you might want to listen to next week's, next episode, (laughs) which is what to do when you need to leave. Um, no, the, uh, I think cause sometimes it, it's funny. It's kind of like when you're family, you know how sometimes you can take each other for granted and you just forget to say thank you and please, and just ask questions and check in. Um, I think it's the same way when you work with staff members, you're like family because you're literally together 40 hours a week. You're together as much as you are with your family. And when that kind of stuff happens, when somebody was assigned the, the, the responsibility, it's, it's it seems so simple yet it's so profound and so deep to just say, Hey, I just want to check in. I know you're covering right now because so-and-so left, but I wanted you to know I've been thinking of you. How's that going? And that mm-hmm. just goes a long way because just like with family, even though we live with each other all day long, just kind of checking in and saying, how is this going actually goes a really long way.
1: That's good. All right. We are already to our final one. Um And, uh, this one is kind of personal because we left a couple of spots and um so uh we at least for me uh check in on the person who's left. <laughs> <laughs> um you know what and, and, and you know what again people leave for good uh good bad and ugly reasons they leave the spot at a staff but you know what if you had any kind of even if it was acquaintance or friendship or close friendship whatever it was uh, whatever that, j- continue it once they're gone. It doesn't hurt. And I, there's a bunch of things that I would say here. First of all, um, just for your own selfish reasons, uh, it's always good to have a network of people all around, uh, so that if you ever need to make a transition, you can call and say, hey, I'm ready to make that's a transition. Right. Um, that's a good thing. But more of just being a friend. And having uh, friends that are in other ministry environments, now you've got somebody who understands your place, but then has a new place to speak from a new perspective. Mm -hmm. Man, this is just—it's worth it. So for you, it's a thing, but also for them, you know, they might be dealing with pain. Um, They're definitely facing something new, whether it's whether it's something they wanted or didn't want, and so they need support. Uh, And some of us sometimes we think, okay, well, you know, see you later, and we Mm -hmm. don't think about them again. Um, I don't
0: think that's okay. On. You know, it's out of sight, out of mind, right? And and I think that really can't happen within the church setting because we live when when uh, leaders and people get into this church setting where this is the bubble in which we live. It is like when someone leaves, it's kind of like when that senior graduates and they go on and, and you were with them all the time in the high school, but then now they're gone and you never see them. And you're like, wonder what happened to them? Because when we're in – and that happens with any kind of community, organizational structure, institution, that kind of stuff. Uh, You're in your world. You're blowing and you're going and you see all these people. And the minute somebody leaves, it just keeps on going. Mm-hmm. But – if you've ever been the person who's left then you can have you can understand what it's like to go wow i thought we were friends but i realized this we we were only connected by where we were by what we had in common that could be the school the church a ball team whatever and so i think one of the ways to show that wait a minute we our relationship when someone leaves and you check in on them what you're communicating is uh, hey our relationship will need to be based on something else. And I love what you said, which is now you actually have someone that might be a safe person to talk with about what's going on, where you are. And I think that, uh, and, and just checking in on them too, to see how their transition is. If they have a family, how's it going with your kids? How's it been transitioning, going to a new church and, and just, uh, that little, that small step of kindness actually goes a really long way.
1: Mm. So let's take this back and like put it into your world. Uh, We've given you these four suggestions. So think back as you're listening, who was the last team member that has left your staff? Um, Who was it? And and think very specifically about that. Now let's ask these questions. Who were the people that were the closest to them that are still remaining, and have you had a chance to check in on them? Maybe you haven't, and this is a good reminder today to do so. Um, Was there chaos in their leaving, and maybe is that chaos still happening what is a very specific way you can go in with the agenda of peace and, um, and seek to, uh, bring peace to the chaos, not contribute to the chaos? Um, and then, um, the, uh, transition, the responsibilities that are left, are you able to, um, is there anything you can do? Who's covering that transition? Is there any way you can help? And then finally, how are they doing? The person that's left, have you checked on them? Uh, maybe it's time to leave a text or a call or mm-hmm. say hello. Mm-hmm. Um, get very specific and hopefully that applies to you and hopefully this was helpful. mm mm-hmm.
0: And um, so as we're wrapping up this series on how to handle when people leave, uh, we hope that this has brought a little bit of encouragement to you as you are navigating, uh, working on staff, working with a family ministry, and as you're trying to figure out how all this works. Part of it is as you engage with your staff members, knowing, um, hey, this this is part of the ministry, and this is part of the thing that I have to acknowledge and admit that this is here. And so we hope this has brought just a little bit of encouragement to you today If you are looking for some free resources, you can hit up ministrytoparents.com forward slash free and you can grab some there. Thank you so much for joining in today. This is the podcast for church leaders that helps you build a ministry to parents. You've been listening to the M2P podcast. To download free parent resources, go to ministrytoparents.com.